good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you today? Well, as they say in France, je me débrouille. That means I'm getting by. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Actually, I'm getting by pretty well. Good, good. Um, that, that's, that's great news. Um, have you ever felt this way, Jeff? Let, let me describe this and you tell okay. me if you felt this I, I'll way. I'll listen intently and, and tell you if I yes, felt that Yes, then you way. tell me how you, how you feel about it. You're working out. Yes, I felt that before. Yeah. You're trying to eat healthy. No. Doing your bet well. No. You eat healthy. I, I know do, you I do. do. Yeah. You, you like cakes like the rest of us, but I also know you like to eat I, vegetables. I, fruits and vegetables, I do like that. So you're trying to get enough sleep? Oh, definitely. But at the end of all of that, it feels like nothing is working. Yeah. Have you ever felt that way? Oh, yeah. That you, is describing me. You look in the mirror, that doesn't help. You step no. on the scale, that doesn't help. <laughs> and you wonder to yourself, am I really in shape? Is this a commercial for something? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just wondering if you've ever felt yes, that way. Yes, that, that is describing me to a T. I have felt that way as well. In fact, we've we've talked about that. Yeah, you we know, how have, we feel right. like, oh, I feel like I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm not getting the exact results that right. I want, right? So here's the thing. Just because it feels like you're not in shape, that doesn't mean you're necessarily slacking on your health. That's true. There's all sorts of ways to measure your fitness and your health levels that have nothing to do with how your muscles look or how your pants fit or how the scale reads. You know, that's true. I've, I've been amazed I've, as I've been around events. I've seen yeah. people running marathons. In all different shapes and sizes, that I'm surprised right? you could even walk down the street and they're running a marathon. Yeah. So, so you yeah. know, you, you can't judge a book by no, its cover. Absolutely not. And and again, I you know, we get so fixated on that number on the scale. Oh, we do. And, and I understand why, because it's a very easy measurement, sure. you know, and you can see it go up and down and it's easy access and I, and I get it. So And those that are doing well like to throw that number out. Yeah. Yeah. And those that aren't <laughs> get depressed, That's you know. Right. But um, there are other ways to measure your level of health. That's and I right. want to talk today about six signs that you might be in shape, even if you think that you aren't. Well, great. And this is all according to the online magazine Insider. Well, if it's been on the internet, it's got to be must true. Must be true, right? Yeah. So here's, here's uh, the first one. Your heart rate is where it should be. My heart is always where it should be. Right. It doesn't move rate. around. It rate. stays in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> so people who are in great physical shape have a lower heart rate. Their heart pumps more efficiently and harder with strong beats. And you can you should check it in the morning for the most accurate reading. A normal heart rate is from sixty to a hundred beats per minute, mm-hmm. and a number higher than this may indicate high blood pressure, heart disease, or some other concerns. But if you're in that sixty to a hundred range, even if again, even if the scale right. doesn't say what you want it to say, um, you know you're you're probably okay. And I'm in that neighborhood, so I'm doing okay. There. there you go. So I yeah. I think Jeff, you're gonna like this intro because I'm like as already. I was going through this, I felt like. <laughs> Jeff hey. is probably hitting most of these things. As, so as, let, let's keep going, though. Okay. You tell me how, what right, you think, okay? Right, okay? The next one is that your recovery time is good. Yeah. So if your heart rate is in the healthy zone in less than five minutes, uh, you're in good shape. So mm-hmm. after you've worked out, the faster back to normal, the better in shape you are. Right. So the way that you do this is you take your pulse right after you're done working out, and then every minute after to see how quickly it goes down. Now, do you... Do you I do recover quickly. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you have a, a a Fitbit or a app on your phone or no, anything? I used or you to, just know. I just, I mean, I, I know how I feel. And I, I yeah. know when I'm hiking or something like that, 
It doesn't and take heart rate I'm ready gets to go up and, much quicker than most people I'm hiking yeah. with. Yeah. Well, so there's a good indication for yep. you. And you know, we are this in this day and age, we have so much access oh, to things. Yes. Like I said, those the a wrist monitor, uh, a smartwatch, um my phone has a, a a pulse reader on the back of it that I've used before. So there's yeah. lots of ways that you can sure. easily check this. Uh, check your heart rate mm-hmm. and also your recovery time. And again, you know, even if your pants don't feel exactly the way you want them to, if your heart is there and you're recovering quickly, you, you're probably doing okay. Let me tell give, you a secret, Give yourself Kyle. a little compliment. If you buy the right size pants, that's the way you want them to. <laughs> if you buy the right size. But what is the right size, right? The one that's comfortable. The one that fits. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep going with that one. Here's another one that I know you do. Okay. I know you do. And that is that you exercise consistently. I do every day. Now, I know we, we tease back and forth a lot about mm-hmm. being in shape and whatever, but I, but I know that this is important to you, that you, mm-hmm. this is this is where you really excel and you're an example to me. I tend to have peaks and valleys and when I'm at a peak, I'm doing really pretty good, but then I'll take time off and, you know, yeah. get, get into slack mode. But I know you're consistent and that's that's great. So even if you're not hitting it hard every single day, Getting enough exercise each week does make a difference. It does. If you're getting at least 150 minutes per week of exercise and two days of strength training in, you're probably on your way to being fit. The American Heart Association recommends that adults get 30 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity at least five days a week, which is 150 minutes total. Mm-hmm. Or you can kick it up a notch and do a higher intensity workout for at least 25 minutes three times a week, which is 75 minutes, but it has to be a higher intensity. Right. And don't forget that strength training. Mm-hmm. A lot of times um, we think workout is run, you know, bike, which whatever. And those are, those are good. Those are great things. Right. Don't stop doing those. But there are so many benefits to picking up some weights and doing some resistance training, even if it's uh, rubber bands or whatever it is. Resistance training is important. In my case, the weights are my grandkids. And that's great. Lifting that's them up, great. throwing around, playing with them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't consider that exercise, but uh, it is. And you should consider it so. So that's awesome. That's actually my next one. Grandkids? Well, the physical aspects oh. of parenting or grandparenting are a cinch to it you. Is. So crawling around on the floor, pushing a stroller, carrying a kid on your hip, or if those are daily occurrences, which they are for many parents and even for a lot of grandparents, mm-hmm. um, and if you're able to do it, um, you're probably in better yep. shape than you think. Uh, if you're carrying around a 20-pound toddler with no real problems, there's a good chance that you're actually doing okay. Well, the no real problem depends on how long I'm carrying them. Well, and, Once right. it gets past 20 minutes, and then I start having a problem. Then you but, start having a yeah. problem. But up to 20 minutes, you're good. I'm probably good, yep. The next one, stairs don't scare you. Not at all. So when given the choice between taking the elevator or climbing the flight of stairs... Sometimes we choose the elevator, right? Even, but you're capable of hitting those stairs. But even if there's an escalator and stairs next to each other, I'll choose the stairs next to the there you go. escalator. There you go. So if you said stairs, which you just did, Jeff, you're probably more fit than you realize. In fact, people who use the stairs regularly are generally more fit than people who don't. There you go. So see, I knew you'd like this one. I did like you're this doing one. A lot of, you're doing a lot of these This things. is one of those feel-good, warm, fuzzy. Yes. And here is the last one. It doesn't flexibility, flexibility. It's not flexibility. Okay, you know I would skip over that one. <laughs> okay. You know I'm not going to talk about that. Your mental health is in good shape. Well, that depends on who you talk to, but I think I'm okay there. <laughs> the connection between working out and mental health is clear. Exercise has been shown to improve mental health by reducing anxiety, depression, and negative mood. And by improving self-esteem and cognitive function, exercise has also been found to alleviate symptoms such as low self-esteem and social withdrawal. And uh, you're good in those areas, too, I feel like. I feel like overall, 
you're um, in a pretty good position. So congratulations, Jeff. Well, you're probably you. in better shape I'm than be- you've been well, giving yourself credit for. I am a shape. Round is a shape. <laughs> it's a good shape. That round looks good on you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, thanks, Kyle. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's move right along to Please. the... We have a couple of great guests in studio with us, personal friends and longtime friends of the Huntsman World Senior Games. And my heroes. And our heroes, Kevin and Cindy Blevins. Uh, Both Kevin and Cindy have helped administer and direct track and field at the Huntsman World Senior Games for about 10 years. And in addition to that, they've both competed as athletes uh, in the games as well. And we're excited to have you both with us. Welcome, Kevin and Cindy. How are you doing? Hey, thanks, Kyle. We're glad to be here. Yeah, well, thank you uh, so much for uh, taking time out of your schedules. We we want to get to know you a little bit better. So, as I mentioned, you you said that you have, uh, I said that you have directed track and field for about 10 years or so, and were involved as an assistant and as a volunteer and in a variety of different ways at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Um, how did you get involved, Cindy, first of all? How did you get involved with track and field at the Huntsman World Senior Games back in the day when you first started? Okay, long story short was uh, we had just moved here. Kevin uh, had some friends and had started doing some real estate on the side and mentioned that I was involved with scorekeeping for track. So we went to your office when it was over on 700 in the little house and That's been met a long with Meryl time ago. and... <laughs> Kevin and Meryl were talking, then somewhere in the middle of the conversation, Kevin volunteered me to uh, <laughs> do scorekeeping. That which was so was, nice of him. <laughs> it was an unbelievable shot because we had done 15 years of volunteering in, in uh, Southern California, so I thought we were done. Yeah, you're ready and, for a little uh, vacation and take a break. So that's how it began, and uh, it, it was a shock. First of all, I'd never heard of the senior games, uh-huh. I thought our comp- competing days were over unless, you know, we joined up with high schoolers and college kids. And so uh, my first time, I will never forget, was over at the Pineview High School. And I I really thought this was just going to be like a menagerie of people with walkers, wheelchairs and all this. And And I I still remember, I'll never forget (laughs) this, Dr. Robert Clark was mm. competing that year. Was he 101 then? He was 105, I believe it was. Yeah. And I, I, I was shocked. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And from that day forward, seeing that man out there, I know Kevin and I both said we would never whine about our aches, pains, <laughs> our age again after watching that. And it, and that's what it's been. It's truly an inspiration for sure. It's w- worth clarifying. Merrill was our director of sports at that time. Right. Uh, Merrill has retired and uh, is, is doing fantastic. But um, And Dr. Clark has since passed And Dr. Away. Clark has passed since, uh, since that time as well. But what an inspiration that he was to so many people. And there's there are so many people that are that inspiration. Yes. Uh, you know, I know that I've talked to a lot of people that have that exact same experience that you've just described. They, they have this kind of a, an idea of what they think the senior games is supposed to look like. And then they actually come and see what goes on. And it's a very different experience than what they were anticipating. And to me, um, that's the most inspirational thing of all is these athletes out there doing what they do, doing what they love 
and being passionate about it. And uh, it's it's fantastic. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And we're visiting with former Huntsman World Senior Games track and field directors, uh, Kevin and Cindy Blevins. And uh, Kevin, give, give us a little bit of, of background. So you, you went and met Let's initially perspective. with the sports director and volunteered your wife. But of course, you, you came along and helped out as well, right? Well, I didn't have a choice. Of course I was. <laughs> uh, but I knew that um, having obviously been married to Cindy for uh, a long time and uh, how organized she was in putting together uh, huge meets in Southern California for uh, uh, the Elks. They had a huge uh, meet there and uh, she took it over and, and did quite wonderful with that. Also, uh, we both uh, were the our girls' high school and, and junior high track and cross-country coaches, and she put together uh, all the meets there as well, as well in her former life as a skater. She did that yeah. as well. So uh, I volunteered her because I knew she would be an instant asset to the games. So uh, uh, she probably wasn't too happy with it, but when <laughs> after uh, dealing with the games for several years, and I go, you know what, maybe it's time for us to step away oh no she didn't want to step away she had to put at least 10 years in so uh she says uh, she can say all she wants but she loved it yeah and i could tell by the many many hours that she put in uh to get ready for the meet that uh, it was just uh, just the love for the athletes and um wanting to make sure that uh, the track and field was going to be a uh a world-class event. And I think she did a pretty good job with that. Well, we definitely feel the same way for sure. Uh, she, she did a fantastic job and, and, uh, was a great advocate. And, um, just as an aside, I talk a little bit about skating because you were involved at the national level right? in, yes. in skating. So just tell us just quickly, what, what was your involvement there and some of the experiences that you had there? Well, I started skating, uh, speed skating when I was a little girl. I, of course, you know, my mom stuck me in the dance portion of it, right? <laughs> which I hate it. But um, as soon as I maxed out the levels there, I she agreed I could switch over to speed to skating. To speed skating. So I worked my butt off to get that <laughs> And uh, speed skating, it, most people think immediately roller derby, but right. it's exactly like running track. It's the same amount of athletes on the floor at the same time doing the same thing. And uh, I really loved it, got into it until I uh, excelled at it, was nationally ranked in Southern Florida. And as, when I joined the military, I drifted away from it, but uh -huh. then when we got to Southern California, got back into it, competed, but fell in love with the uh, administrative rules side of it and yeah. switched over to that. So I became a national referee for it, traveled all over the United States, and then uh, got into the meat directoring part of it, which... Uh, they didn't have computer systems or <laughs> everything was like paper that. and pencil, right? So, believe it or not, I actually used a software that was meant for balancing your checkbooks. I used really? Quicken Loans <laughs> and did my seating with that. Wow. It was amazing how I manipulated it. Yeah, I fell that's in love impressive. with it. Yeah. And then we attended our first track meet for our kids, and it was just. It was terrible. Yeah, it was, you could I mean, see they needed some help. It was just, you know, a bunch of seniors out there volunteering their time. Sure. 
with a bunch of seventh and eighth graders. That was a fiasco. And so I, we sat there for almost like two hours in the stands with the sun bearing down on yeah. us. And I finally, I walked down to the middle of the field and told all the athletes, sit down and just took We're over. We're going to get this figured out right now. <laughs> I just had enough and organized it and got asked back. And, and I loved it. I fell yeah. in love with the aspect of protecting the athletes with the rules that were there to protect them. And that was the same thing when I came into Huntsman. It was, uh, everybody was very nice, but it was a lot of, you know, oh yeah, let's do this. And yeah. I, I wanted to make and the, sure. the level needed to be raised. It was a level playing field for everybody. Yeah. Well, let me just uh, attest that uh, Cindy definitely did raise did. the bar and raise the level and, and has created a tradition mm-hmm. that, we carry on today and uh we saw good growth under her leadership yes in for sure participation so so thank you in fact um her involvement was so instrumental in the success of the games that cindy was inducted into our hall of fame yeah and we're, we're yes. grateful for that all was those an incredible honor it's one where you go thinking nobody really notices the thing that you do yeah and you're okay with that <laughs> to uh being there and 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 being recognized for it and and it's one of those moments where you go in life, okay, I, I, I made a mark. And, yeah. And that really counted for something. Well, an honor that to was... To me and to Kevin. That was much deserved for sure. Now you, uh, in addition to directing the, the tr- sport of track and field, you also competed as an athlete. You've both competed as athletes. Talk just a little bit about your competition experience and how that uh, maybe relates to um, earlier days when you competed in, in speed skating. Well, uh, I Kevin started competing before I did, and Kevin is a more well-rounded athlete than I am. I, <laughs> you know, I I'm very competitive. Yeah. mentally, like I I was one of you want to win, you want to go for it, right? Yeah, <laughs> and the course looked for my things, and uh, I I still remember the very first time I got out there. Uh, for the uh, 10K, they drove us out to the middle of nowhere. Right. And, and it feels like it's a long way out there. And we were all there. standing out there. And, and I was shocked at the camaraderie and, and how nice everyone was. And I forgot my fears and just figured, okay, I'm just going to run this. And people were encouraging us, the volunteers. The athletes, it was it was great. I mean, I I was like, okay, I want to do more. And yeah. Kevin, so you started out with the road race. I I started out actually with the triathlon. Okay, okay. And then went to the road race and balanced between the road race and the triathlon. Awesome. I uh, and I know you competed for what four or five years or so. Right. Yeah. And then physically in time, Kevin yeah. and I just wanted to do a little bit more traveling and stuff. You know, we had done 25 years of volunteering <laughs> overall time to take a little like, break okay, a little road trip we right? needed a break yeah so you know we we walked away a little bit but we still stay involved we oh yeah we don't hesitate to tell people you have got to look into the senior games because and that's i'm not trying to promote them but it it changes your mindset at absolutely being over 50 and when you hit, you guys aren't there yet. Oh, I'm <laughs> sixty. 
Well, you don't count. <laughs> <laughs> but We're all getting closer, right? We're all getting you closer. Think, you think that, okay, I'm doing everything you said, like yeah. what you were just talking about, you know, being health. And mentally getting out there and watching those people is the easiest way to say, okay, I'm going to go for a walk today. I'm going to go do this and, and try harder and Start start where you're at, right? Yeah, start where you're at and build from there. It's exhilarating. It's yeah. like it's like listening to music. Before you know it, you're kind of swaying and tapping yeah. your foot, and it's the same thing for us with with the games and especially with and track competition. And field. I, I love that analogy. I really do. Kevin, tell us quickly some of your uh, what sports did you compete in, and some of your just maybe a memory or two from that competition. Sure, I competed in track and field as well as mainly golf is my uh, uh, passion. So I, I've competed in that, I think, maybe the last nine out of 11 years, as well as the triathlon as a team. I bike and run. And a good buddy of mine, he's uh, uh, one of the top breaststrokers in his age group in the nation. He's wow. won a lot of medals wow. here. So he usually he gave me the lead usually, and I usually relinquished that pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> But one quick memory was, uh, as an assistant director to Cindy, my job was being the announcer for the track and field. Right. And so being up there uh, in the press box and watching the athletes, incredibly motivating. And uh, I started doing that. But when I was about 48 or so, a couple years prior, and so I couldn't wait to turn 50 because I wanted to, you know. Get down compete. there and do it. Plus, yeah. I wanted to. Uh, play against some of the older guys in golf. So I figure I could be pretty competitive there. <laughs> so anyways, uh, the, the year that I turned 50, since C- Cindy's the one that's uh, seeding, uh, seed me in with the, the fast guys because I'm just as fast. And so uh, she did. And uh, after my first race, I'm not so fast. You, you realize <laughs> no. maybe you weren't quite there. No, huh? <laughs> but it was fun. It's just absolutely amazing to be out there seeing these folks, especially those in the 70s and 80s. But what's really fun is that when you're out there competing, like on the road and the triathlon, either on the bike or run, and everyone's out there, the volunteers and everything, just like Cindy says, everyone there is uh, out there to have a good time. Yeah. And you have athletes from grandmothers that have never done it ever in their life to world-class athletes in their uh, sport. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And I promote that every time I go to work. Uh, And I... um, that you you got to check out the the Huntsman game. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. You guys have been great ambassadors and we very much appreciate it. Uh, We're running a little short on time, but any piece of advice that you might share with someone who's on the bubble and considering, do I want to jump into this competitive world or am I comfortable where I'm at? What would you say? Go, go to an event, just watch it. And I guarantee you, it will encourage you in more ways. It, I mean, even if it's not running that event, it'd encourage you to do whatever's out there and without any hesitation, because you're not going to look like a fool at all. You're going to be in a, in a group of people that will raise you up higher than you've ever been raised. I love that. I love that. That And I feel like so many of our athletes do have that experience and um, it does become life changing. I mean, you, you really mentioned that and really hit on it. And I think that's so true. And I know that I have walked away from senior events just as inspired as I can be. And I've tried to, um, like you say, you know, start where I'm at and 
get a, get a, get a lap or two in and maybe run a mile or whatever, just because I feel like this is the way I want to be as I, as I age and as I get older. So, well, you guys, thank you so much, uh, both to Kevin and Cindy for joining us today. That's, having you here. That's the hey, time that we have to visit. Us. We really had fun with you yeah, guys. I appreciate that. Thanks. Thank you so much, Jeff. Kyle. Now is the time to register. Do it. For the Huntsman World Senior Games. We're just talking about that and how life-changing it can be. As of this morning, we have 3,645 registered participants already, which is amazing. uh, well ahead of of any pace that we've set before. So it's going to be a great year. Um, We do have a few sports, as we've been mentioning over the past couple of weeks, that have reached participation caps. So you don't want to delay Visit SeniorGames.net and register today. Two of our sports are closed, but 28 sports are still available. But let's mention that don't be afraid to get on the waiting list because we have people dropping out all the time. Get on the waiting list. SeniorGames.net. Get registered today. The 2018 dates of the Huntsman World Senior Games are October 8th through the 20th. You still have plenty of time to get in shape and get prepared. Uh, but do it. SeniorGames.net. Get registered. Don't forget to tune in next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google, and Stitcher, as well as TuneIn and Spotify. It's very easy to add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Just search for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, hit subscribe, and you will never miss an episode. You will be in the know. You'll be in the know for sure. If you have an idea for a show or a question for us, don't hesitate to shoot us an email at activelife at seniorgames.net. Jeff, here's our inspirational thought for the day. I like this one. You ready? I'm ready. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you learn. I like that. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. The deep blue sea,